0: Hello, 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 welcome. This is Terry's Unlimited Voice, a Gen Xer's take on everything from pop culture to being a 40-something. I am Terry D. Welcome. Okay, so today I want to touch upon more of the pop culture-y side of the podcast. I want to talk about Kanye. (laughs) Too much Kanye, oh my God. So for about a week and a half, I've been wanting to do a Kanye podcast, but I'm like, let me wait. Let me wait till the next time let me wait let me wait and then what happens is new things keep happening in this situation that i had notes and now it's like those notes are sort of dated um for a while i was hella passionate about kanye you can tell i'm from the west coast i said hella okay i was hella passionate about this topic and then fascinated and then i can't stop looking at it so it all started well let let me preface this I Haven't really ever thought too much about Kanye. I think he's whatever. I'm not crazy about his music I he's just I've never thought he was that interesting. I Think his music is whatever. I think the way he looks is whatever. I Don't really care Um, He came around at a time when I didn't I don't think he's a genius I think there's way more talent not talented. I just he doesn't turn me on in any capacity. I did meet him in 2007, at a um, it was like a music industry event in Chicago. He's very short. He was short when you okay. I wouldn't say very, but he was too small. He was actually really, really friendly, and he was very nice to me. We didn't talk very much. He just was for being. He was honored at something I worked at. And I was working the credentials table. I was up in the front and you know, that's like a lower staff kind of job. And he was really nice. He uh, gave me a big smile. He said, hi, he was, you know, thanking us for being there, that kind of thing. So I never have hated him based on that experience. He was actually quite nice. He had these ripped jeans on, like the bottoms were really frayed, his, his jeans. And he was like, whatever. He looked like a regular dude in Chicago. They had an after party uh, for this event that he was supposed to show up at at this like bar club in Chicago. He did not come, however, his mom was there and it was like, you know, because we were staff, we got to go to the party, right? And it was like, you know, those little lounges where it's like there's a couch and you can dance right where your couch is. And they were playing a lot of old school and you know, I love old school music. They were playing the Gap Band, the Dazz Band and I love that kind of music and his mom, Donda, was dancing and I was very close by and then she, you know, you know, when you both grooving, and someone catches you grooving, and you're like, hey, and you're like, hey. So then the mother and I sort of danced together for like a song and she was super cool and she loved the Gap Band. I think we we're doing, um, might have been like, God. outstanding maybe was the song and she was cool. And then, uh, she was a nice lady. Soon after, she died. I would say, like, in about a month she died and she was a vivacious woman. She was really cool. She was really friendly. She wasn't affected. So my experience with Kanye and Donda in 2007 was positive. But I never really thought too much of him. As the years progressed, I noticed that he was very, to me, he struck me as a very insecure dude. That wanted to be with Kim Kardashian because it was like, look who I got. I got the hottest bitch in the game, according to what people thought. And like, kind of like an ego boost. And that made me sick. (laughs) And how he wanted to be part of this Kardashian family and he wants to get in with them. And that made me sick, right? And then the way his obsession with clothes is irritating. He's very image driven, very shallow in certain ways. And I think that's a part of his personality that I hate. Right. So I also watched the, uh, what was the, the documentary that came on Netflix earlier? I watched it in the summer. Jesus, The three part one. I think it was called that. Forgive me if I'm wrong and I hate podcasters that have wrong information and I have wrong information. I loved the documentary. The documentary number one was my favorite because he was just a kid. He loved hip hop. He came to New York. He hustled, hustled, hustled. And he got, uh, he was vulnerable. He had shit, you know, people didn't want him in places. People didn't accept him. Then when he went back to Chicago, they were haters on him and lying and all the crap that people do. And he sort of was really, I felt kind of bad for him. And he was very driven. And he really, really loved music. And I can respect that. Okay. There wasn't as much, uh, in my opinion, in the documentary of him being so shallow. He liked women and he liked clothes, but not to the level now. And then when you get to like later in the documentary when he's famous, there was a part that really it was interesting to watch. So he had the same guy video recording him for years and years, from Chicago. And the guy had sort of fallen out of touch with him, and he sees him at some party. I don't know if it's the Grammys or some award show. And Kanye's an asshole. And he's like, oh, yo, man, I was just on Bono's private plane. And and he started to, like, get affected by this. this uh, now he had all of this access, but, like, mainstream access. And this is why I sort of feel sorry for him. He's a guy. He got into this lifestyle. He got all this access. He had all these people kissing his ass. Everyone, you know, and now it ate him up and spit him out. And it's like you're watching this eating up and spitting out in real time and it's really kind of disturbing so in that area you feel kind of bad for him and then you understand that he's probably been dealing with a lot of crap you know take being taken advantage of because he threw himself into this all-access world and he i think forgot who he was okay so the first thing i watched So this whole, when he married Kim Kardashian and he was talking about how they were the greatest family in the world and ass kissing the mom and made me fucking sick. And how he shit on Amber Rose, who was his girlfriend when he, around the time of 09, like when he got on the Taylor Swift at the VMAs. He shit on Amber Rose, talking about Kim Kardashian said you had to take a bunch of showers. You know, he had to take a bunch of showers before he fucked Kim because he was with Amber. I'm sure Amber Rose is laughing. So the way he changed when he got with the Kardashians really was unappetizing. Just watching him get sucked up by that vortex of a family that eats up men and spits them out and, and takes advantage of them for their gain and treats people uh, in hip hop or sports like accessories, like a handbag, like who's the rapper I can get with? Who's the, the athlete I can get with? And and using them for this clout or using them for, you know, and not ever, I don't think ever really getting to know these guys in a real level. It's like, oh, you're a basketball player, you're hot right now, you're with the Lakers, let me get with you. But, you know, what was your life like prior? What? Who are you as a person before you were an athlete? And I feel like these women go through these guys and and want to have the hottest guy like a person. It makes them disgusting. But Kanye seemed like he was smart, but he, he got sucked into this family. Ugh, I hate them so much. But, okay, so because of my hatred for the family, I was really fascinated with his... In- Okay, so it started. I think it was like almost three weeks ago. His first interview with Tucker Carlson. I was like, no way, he's gonna be on Fox. I was at work. I got home, tried to find Fox on the on the cable because I never watched Fox, and I watched that. And I'm sitting there, and and this Tucker Carlson has this grin, like he was an imp, like he was so just like salivating at like all of these pro Trump points that the Kanye was making and I just was like it was hard to watch but I watched the whole thing and I took a picture of myself watching it cuz like part of me is like oh my god why are you saying this and part of me was like feeling bad for him and part of me wished that someone would just shake him and be like stop okay that was part 1 watch that then they had the next day they had a part 2 which was uh, you know and then he he says weird shit like part of him makes you know he's talking about his frustration with the family and then he goes on this crazy tangent. And then he's talking about, um, you know, how horny he is for Ivanka and all these supermodels. And then you hate him again because he's a shallow fuck, right? Like a short, insecure, shallow fuck that wants to pound on his chest. I got this. Look at me. And it's it's gross. And I also remember that interview he did with Sway many years ago on the radio or on Sirius where he was talking about... Uh, clothing and how he needed an investor like a, a patron kind of like he was talking about old Italy and he was talking about the Medici family but he kept calling them Medici was was hard to listen to because he tries to throw in these nuggets of like education and, and they they usually are wrong and it really really irritates me um so he's talking to Sway uh and uh, Sway's like why don't you do the fashion line yourself and he's like I have a fashion line that's myself and Kanye's like but it's not Ralph It's not Ralph. Like, so shallow. You know, and his obsession with clothes and and Italy and designers and all that was always annoying to me. And then a long, long time ago, this might have been after Amber Rose, I forget, or after his girlfriend later wrote the 808 and Heartbreak album for um, they were like, what are you looking for in a woman and blah, 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 and he said, well, she's got to know how to dress. And like his, his obsession with that makes me sick. Okay. So then he was on Tucker Carlson. Then more crap came out and all of this like, what it sounds like to me is like he's frustrated with business deals gone wrong because he threw himself with the lions. These are people that can make and break you and he didn't realize that he was not invincible. And this is what you're witnessing. I think a lot of his frustration is is like uh, trying to taunt people. I think a lot of his frustration is, you know, he wants to expose big names and, you know, executives' names. And I, I follow his Instagram and there was a lot of these like inside names and you're like, who is this lady you're making fun of? Who is this guy you're talking about? And, um, you know, there are a lot of people in the fashion business. There's a lot of stuff about CEOs that you've never heard of and and, and that shit is dangerous um candace owens i don't know too much about her i've listened to a couple of her podcasts. i saw her years ago on tv i don't remember but it seems to me also that she's using kanye in this way and he's so like up her ass and like he literally parrots everything she says and it's painful painful to watch and it's like for being intelligent or whatever, he's not saying that he's being, like, tugged and pulled and being used by everyone in his vulnerable state, be it mental illness uh, or just, like, you know, being ate up and spit out by that disgusting Jenner, fam- Kardashian Jenner family, especially the mom. Okay. and And, you know, all of a sudden, all the people, like, all of, like, when he was on Bono's private plane, all that access and all that, you know, thinking he was better than everyone. And you know what? They ain't got time for you anymore. Where does that leave you? Fucked. Then I watched... Okay, what else is on the list? I do think that TMZ totally is getting some sort of... They're, they're so pro-Kardashian, it's hard to to watch and read. I used to watch TMZ, TMZ Live. I interviewed there, blah, 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 for a job. Okay. always love TMZ. They are so pro-Kardashian that I do feel there is something kind of suspicious. Perez Hilton is so pro-Kardashian. So I do get... Like, even before this latest month of him going off and saying horrible things, they always were pro-Kardashian when it was in terms of, you know, the kids. You know, now they cover, like, what her little girls are wearing. Like, it's gross. And, like, there's no objectivity. So I do see that there is... I understand what he's saying when he was saying that the... They literally... All they do is ask kiss. Entertainment Tonight. All of these major... Entertainment outlets are super like pro Kardashian that it's painful. Like I can't read them anymore. It's gross It's like God and it just seems a little suspicious So I think he's trying to say that but it comes out hella demented and fucked up and inexcusable Okay, then I watched the drink champs. I watched all three hours of the drink champs half. I listened half. I watched right gross 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 The whole show was gross Noriega, Pony Noriega, blah, 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 old school rapper. I saw him on marriage bootcamp. Fuck him. And how scared he was after Kanye went off on the show and then he calls up the breakfast and he calls up Hutton and he said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. What a fucking loser. They were feeding Kanye alcohol. I'm not saying it's acceptable what what he said, but they were loving it. They were feeding him drinks. I know that's what the show is, but you're already dealing with a dude like Kanye who's been going off You feed him all this alcohol. They smoke in blunts. They're like, take another hit, yo. And and, and then he goes even more insane. And they didn't refute literally anything he said very strongly. They totally kissed his ass the whole interview. They let him go on these crazy tangents and they maybe nervous laughed a few times. They let him get away with everything he said. It was disgusting, disgusting, disgusting. The person I hated in the interview was Nori. And then his little fucking stupid apology tour made me sick. And then he's like, well, I'm not a journalist, yo. And then the next breath, well, I'm a journalist, man. Fuck you. That was a disgusting interview. And I hope it never comes back. I'm not into that crap. Okay. This is, so I stopped writing my notes after the Nori interview. All right. <laughs> now I have to think just from my, my head. Then he goes on to Chris Cuomo, who is another like user. Okay. Chris Cuomo, douchebag you know, alleged harasser with his open shirt and his machismo asshole behavior, trying to judge Kanye on his show. All he wanted was people to watch News Nation. I watched it on YouTube. And he, you know, it's overly confrontational, hella melodramatic. Chris Cuomo didn't go away long enough. He got canceled for about 15 minutes. Uh, All these ass-kissing people are pro-Chris Cuomo, Bill Maher, who I usually like, is super Chris Cuomo gross okay and may I say Bill Maher a few weeks ago after the Tucker Carlson interview he was like laughing he's like I still love Kanye now all of a sudden so this like this like all of a sudden everyone just you know running scared and they had a lot of support for this dude for a while and that's why all of this is inauthentic and fucked up and that's where you get a little bit of sympathy towards Kanye I only really appreciate when he gives insider knowledge of that disgusting mother-in-law Kris Jenner. And when he sort of lets you know how they manipulate all the men in the family, when he lets it be known how his, you know, how they sort of are trying to fuck with him and the power behind their family. And I do feel like he has nowhere else to channel this. So he thinks going public will help, but it really is not. And everyone's saying, he's crazy, he's crazy, Kim, Kim, Kim. They're not really seeing how this family sucked him up and how he's the one that addressed them and got them all this, you know, access to the fashion business and all of this stuff that she walks around like a fashion icon when she was a chick who owned Dash in Calabasas that had cheesy clothes. I've been there way a long time ago. And by the way, I've met the three sisters, Kim, Courtney, and Chloe in a bathroom at the Beller Hotel and they were not very nice to me, okay? But, you know, that was my experience. Now, I don't support that Kanye is making uh, statements about politics and and race and culture and saying all these horrible things that can make people join forces and uh, go with his words to the left, to the right, whatever, and and do things that are scary. I feel, actually, that he's on his way to self-destruct. Sometimes, like, I was like, okay, is he a performance artist? Is he sort of like, um, you know, was the guy who played Lotka and um, Andy Kaufman? Is he doing, like, an experiment or, like, how um, Joaquin Phoenix did? But I don't know. At this point, because I don't when you when people are taking away your money and, and all of this, I don't think it's funny anymore. Uh, the last okay, so he was on Cuomo. I watched that. I watched the Drink Champs. I watched Piers Morgan. Okay, um, that was a little bit hard. It, it seems like each each interview he goes on, it's a little more erratic and it's a little more intense, and it's doubling down on topics because he you knows he's going to get attention from them, right? Here's Morgan, was really just trying to get him to talk about Kim Kardashian. It's obvious he's still in love with her, or not in love with her as much as in love with being with her. And I really feel the Pete Davidson relationship got him spinning out of fucking control, because she was screwing another guy, and it was pretty clear, and it was public. I think that's where he really has lost it. His desire to get back with her, one minute he hates her, one minute he loves her, it's really sad. They just did a number on him, like, it's really fucked up, okay? Here's Morgan was similar to Cuomo. Uh, You know, they get him to say all this stuff. They, they, they bait him. Boom, boom, boom. And then, then he says it and they're like, oh, and then they fight. And then, you know, then they want to denounce him. It's, it's just really, what people should do is just literally leave him alone. Don't book him on your show. You know, just leave him alone. If he doesn't have a place to talk, then maybe he can calm his ass down. Or something, or get help, or, 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 or just be quiet or still, or, something but what they're doing is it's sort of sad to watch in as of today i feel like he's on a path to either i don't know he's sort of he's sort of arrogant so i don't think he wants to it just doesn't seem good for him in terms of like uh his safety in terms of um you know his own you know what he's able to do to himself what the world might do to him um, in terms of violence. I just don't know if he's, like, t- trying to... It just seems like he's on a path to d- destruct more than just financially. And it's it's hard to watch, and it's hard to watch us all, uh, kind of be entertained by it. I don't agree with stuff he said, but I do understand what he said about frustration about executives and people and contracts and, you know, music business and all that based on the time that I've worked in, in those those fields. Um, how he's going about it is is ignorant. Some of the statements he makes that are, you know, when he's trying to quote facts from history or facts are kind of like half ass. It's like he didn't fully read, he heard it from someone and he's going with it. He's not as educated as one would seem. He's educated about music. Um, but I think some of the statements that he makes on these shows with all these percentages and all this data, it's kind of like kooky in some ways. I think he has a nugget and then he spins it or he has a nugget and then he just goes and just talks without really reading. And this is hard to watch also. And it's when you hate him, you know, I can't describe what it feels like to watch someone, uh, try to self-destruct in front of our eyes. If it's performance art. It's working because it's making me sick. Uh, I find myself watching these interviews and wanting to hear more and wanting to hear analysis and all this stuff, and I wonder why. And I wonder what it is inside me that's like, how I can have disdain and empathy and, you know, just like... You have to take under consideration, too, that there's other people that are playing into making his life miserable. I also feel like... A lot of people want to jump on outrage because it's a way for them to get attention to, and that's hard to watch. Um, and I wonder, is there anyone in the world that like really can try to calm him down? My favorite analysis on him has been from Hollywood Unlocked. If you watch the last couple episodes with Jason Lee, he sort of breaks it down a little better and uh, explains a lot. So I don't know. It's gross. I kind of want it to stop now. I've had too much Kanye on the brain for about a month. And again, oh, I don't care about his shoes, I don't care about his music, I don't care about the Kardashians. <laughs> and it's, it's hard. You can say, okay, I want to stay away from all this, but if you go online because you have to do something on your internet, or if you, you know, at the store, you're gonna find these, y- you can't escape it, it's everywhere. I am not saying I agree with anything Kanye said, I think a lot of it is is for attention. I think a lot of it is from an uneducated place. But I also think other people are accountable for what's been happening. And I wish that he would just pause. Take a minute. There's other women in the world besides Kim Kardashian. Don't let that family eat you alive. (sighs) I guess that's all I have to say about this. And fuck James Corden. Anybody who's mean to waiters can can screw themselves and and you know apologize to the server. Do a day on your show where you're actually in a restaurant working and see how hard it is and then call me back. I never liked him either and the Kardashians are real tight with him as well. Yeah. Anyway, let Ray J talk. Let Kanye talk. Let these guys talk. They have stuff to say too. I'm not saying Kanye should talk about the things he said, but when it comes to that family, he has a right to express how he's been used and abused. (laughs) Um, So that's it for Terry's Unlimited Voice, a Gen Xer's take on everything from pop culture to being a 40-something. I am Terry D. And thanks for listening. And hopefully this is the last time I'll mention Kanye.